Oh, I like this. This is a way to start episode nine of the Hot Topic Podcast. What the hell is this? It sounds so dramatic. It's amazing. It's so amazing, just like our amazing sponsors, Mitch Gallo. <laughs> I'm Sean Campbell. It's the Hotopo. Yes, Sean, our sponsors including the Hot Topic Pro- Podcast, which is uh, brought to you by Club CDL. CDL is the place for tennis, squash, and fitness. Located at 8305 Chimay, Cote d'Ilies in the West Island. They have nine clay indoor courts, four indoor hard courts. They also have four squash courts and a full gym with a ton of free classes. You should definitely check them out at www.clubcdl.com or on Facebook at Club CDL. It's and happening, by the way. It's happening. You and I will face each other in squash. I know you have your weekly match with Dave Trendadui. So you're training, and I'm not. So uh, the update on that. Uh, so every week, we play a best of seven. Dave Trentadue and I. So much fun. Yes. And uh, I beat him uh, four games to two in week one. So I'm up one nothing. Week two was this week. He took a 2 nothing series lead. I came back and beat him in seven, so it's two nothing Gallo. I also, Sean, I uh, love have like each day's a best of seven, and the whole thing's a best of that's seven. That's correct. It's pretty cool, right? Yes. And Sean, I took on Lloyd as well. Yes, and uh, he wiped the floor with me. Yeah, I, I would guess so because he's Lloyd, also a lefty. Threw uh, me off. Uh, Lloyd's the man. So is uh, BetOnline.ag. Uh, we thank them for being a proud sponsor of the Hot Topic podcast. Sign up today and use a promo code. Hot Topic and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can get different proposition bets throughout each sport. Get the fastest two-market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today. And Sean, this is the part of the podcast where I try to make you hungry. Mm. Do you like souvlaki? It's, it's it's really not that hard to make me hungry. But I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Do you like souvlaki? Yes. Do you like fish? Yes. All right. Well, then you could have either of those two things at Eviva Greek Tavern, which has moved. Now at 4868 Sources Corner, Amsel Ving, across from the Old Adonis, they have great Lunch special starting at $9.95 every day. A variety of fresh fish daily. And you can even order your fish of choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats and skip the dishes. Oh, yeah. That's one way to start is giving shout out to the great sponsors of the Hot Topic podcast. I just feel like with this music, it's going to be a very dramatic show. It's been a dramatic season for the Canadians. It's been a dramatic year across the National Hockey League, but I'm really looking forward to Episode 9, and it's coming up next. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. (laughs) Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a... 
Uh, a hot topic? <laughs> hot topic, yeah, yeah, hot topic, hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are my best friend forever. No, no. Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar <laughs> interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends do. No! 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 Yes, yes, yes. And I'm ready once again to dedicate the show to the one and only Jimmy G. Jesse Poltrzarby. Who, as per usual, <laughs> he's not playing in the NHL. Is doing a bang up job, Sean. Like you said, there were a lot to get to around the National Hockey League. Uh, definitely, and let's get things going with the rapid fire. All right, well, let's start with the Canadians, though. Mitch Gallo. They had that eight-game winless streak, but they're winners of four of their last five at the taping of Hotopo episode nine, yet to be titled. But, I mean, is it, is it over? Like, why has it been better? Why? What are the reasons it's been better for the Canadians? Because they're playing uh, hockey dumb. And I'm saying uh, dumb D-U-M-B uh, this time, Sean. I think they really simplified things. They're not taking as many chances. They're focusing on defense. And then they're letting everything else fall into place. When things were going poorly for the Canadians, man, they had no structure. They're taking chances. They're run and gun. And they were getting burnt. So all that's changed. And I have to uh, say, Sean, credit the coaching staff, especially the head coach, Claude Julien. He adjusted. You know, there was a time when I was questioning his uh, job stability and if he was the right guy for the job as head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Well, you know what? He didn't panic. When things were bad, he adjusted, and he has this team playing well. Is it the most exciting brand of hockey? No. But their job isn't to entertain, especially with some of those road games. Their job is to win, and that's what they've been doing. And I, I think for the most part, fans don't care about the style. They just care about the wins and losses in the standings. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I agree with you that they've been playing hockey dumb, but this is the H-O-M-M-E. And I'm going to circle a couple players that have been playing hockey dumb. And that's Kerry Price, Shea Weber, Ben Sherratt, Brendan Gallagher. Those players have picked up their game to another level. Now, Carey Price has to continue that because we know it wasn't a very good November for Carey Price, but it's been a lot better. Shea Weber is on pace offensively. Maybe it's because he's playing with Ben Sherrod, who's on pace defensively to have one of his best seasons. Brendan Gallagher seems to be scoring every single game. It's the same guys stepping up, but they're stepping up to another level, and they've dragged the Canadians out of that winless streak. And they were playing some decent hockey at the end of it, but now they're turning it into victories, and I really have to circle those players for picking it up. And I and you can tell it it's simple hockey because those are simple hockey players. All all of them, they stop the puck, move the puck, hit the puck, and put the puck in the net. And it works. And all and we got nowhere. All right, so uh topic number two, Sean. Can the Habs keep winning with all the injuries? It seems like every day somebody else goes down. Yeah, and you know what? I think that is starting to catch up 
that Jonathan Drouin is out of the lineup. I thought it hurt on the winless streak, and they're winning now, but I'm noticing offensively there's a hole, and there's a hole that Jonathan Drouin can fill. He's been playing well this year, and it's all about him consistently playing well, and we'll see what happens in the new year, and it's likely only going to be the new year when he comes back. But right now, I see it with the play of uh, Max Domi. I know he picked up a couple of assists the other day, which is good news, but I mean... There's a hole on the left side. Jonathan Drouin needs to fill it, and I think that that's the biggest injury right now for the Canadians. But these guys have been, you know, holding fort, but I don't know how much longer they can. They need to start getting some healthy bodies back. Yeah, see, so you point to Drouin. Of course, that is a significant injury for the uh, Canadians. Uh, maybe their best player offensively. But I'm going to say... Uh, the injury that I think most impacts them is the one to Victor Mete because of their lack of depth at the defense position. Again, I thought, uh, you know, they, they won uh, the game against the Ottawa Senators, but I didn't think uh, Leskinen looked particularly good in that one, especially with the turnover to uh, Brady Kachuk. Um, with the way Sherratt's been playing and, and, the, and that weber Sherratt pairing as a whole, I think if you put Victor Mete into the lineup right now, that's actually a pretty good-looking left side of defense because of the way Sherrod's been playing. And you know what? Kulak's been tight. He's been pretty stable he's so far. He's been much better than the first half of the season. His last week and a half, he's been really solid. And I, and I think just because I saw that, and I'm kind of maybe grading on, on the way that they've been playing in their last little win streak here with four out of five, Kulak's been better, but I saw that hole with Jonathan Duran. If you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said the Mete injury. Because Kulak wasn't playing great. And they were able to score goals without Jonathan Drouin. But right now, that's why I made the switch. I, I, I think it's because of the way that Kulak has been playing. But I, they definitely miss Victor Mente. Who's freaking out? Are you freaking out? How have the uh, call-ups been doing in your mind? Call-ups have been okay. Yeah? I mean, nobody's really wowed me. I guess the, the one that I've liked the most is Paling in his first game back when he played against Ottawa. I thought he was pretty good. He was doing everything they asked him to do, right? Keeping a simple game up and down the wing, uh, driving the net, creating energy, uh, and doing the right things. You know, it, it's funny how uh, I find Nate Thompson has played well when he's had young players uh, on one of the wings, especially. Yeah. You know, we saw it with These Suzuki. young players that are supposed to take his job. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, you saw it with Suzuki. You saw it with Paling. You know, Barber, he's not an NHL player, but you know he's trying hard. I don't want to criticize him too much. He's he's there he's because doing of the, the job that he needs to do. He's doing what he needs to do. Uh, defense, you know, haven't been impressed with anybody that's come up on the blue line, whether it's uh, Le Leskinen or Olafson. You know, I, I don't think those guys are NHL players too. But again, I'll go back to the coaching staff. I think the coaches have done a really good job of making sure those players are put in situations to succeed. When they make mistakes, they'll throw them back out there, and everybody's going to benefit from this because, you know, when the Canadians get health, healthy, Barber's going to go back to the American Hockey League, and I think he's going to be a better American League player from this stint with the Canadians, and same for Leskinen and same for Olofsson. And I know those guys have played NHL games prior to getting here. Not Leskinen, but Barber and uh, Olofsson. Yeah. Uh, but I still think everybody's going to benefit from the experience of being with the top guys. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I got to give a tip. It's Paling. You know, much better this call-up than the previous, and he looks a little bit more at ease. Maybe he just knows what he's expected of him. But I was also impressed with Primo because I felt that he was really good against Colorado, and he did what he had to do against Ottawa. And he had a little bit of a tired team that kind of let things up, but he stood strong. So as a 20-year-old netminder, I like the call-up of Primo, and if you're a goaltender and you get wins, 
that's a good thing. I know we only had one in two games, but that's your job. It's when you get your chance, you get in there and you win. But you know what? I like you oh, because you are special. Oh, yeah. All right, Sean. It's uh, really crowded in the NHL's Atlantic Division. Tampa Bay and Toronto, you know, they're both kind of on that outside looking into a playoff spot right so now. So close, but they just – I haven't seen them jump in. You know, the Canadians have been jumping in and out. Buffalo's been jumping in and out. Tampa and Toronto hasn't been jumping in and out. Like, every time they had a chance to jump in, that's when they lose. So they've been they've been on the outside looking in for almost like three, four weeks. So Tampa or Toronto, if one were to miss the playoffs, which would it be? If I had to choose between the two, I got to go Toronto. And maybe that's just how I feel about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I just don't think they're as good as they were last year. I think they're both going to make it. I really do. And I know they're not in. And then you start doing math. Who's going to be out? Oh, my God. I do think they're both playoff caliber teams. But if I'm looking at both their rosters, I think Tampa will be able to figure it out sooner. And they have more games in hand, too, than the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I think those are two factors. And there's still lots of hockey to play. But if I had to choose one missing between the two, I'm going to go with Toronto. I watched uh, Tampa Bay twice this week, and they seem like they're uh, they're on the verge of uh, turning it around. Stamkos is playing unbelievable hockey right now. This guy, he is playing really hard and trying to lead them. I, I think Tampa's too deep. I think they have too much talent. I'd have to pick Toronto if it's an either-or. I think both are going to make it. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I also watched uh, the third period of the Vancouver-Toronto game. I know uh, Toronto won that game 5-2. Sean, they're a disaster. Uh, they were up 2-0 in that game. Uh, maybe no, the score, the final score wasn't 5-2. I know that word. Disaster. Uh, disaster. Then, anyway, they are up 2-0 in the third period when I tuned in. And they allowed three clear-cut breakaways in the third period of a game when they are up 2-0. Our good friend Mike Kelly at the Point Hockey, he actually uh, did the research on this. It's the first time a team has allowed three breakaways in one period this season. And they did it in a game where they were leading. Congratulations. Where they were leading 2-0 in the third period. We're not talking about like a team coming out flat in the first. Understandable, maybe you let up a couple breakaways. This is three clear-cut breakaways in the third period of a game that you're up 2-0. I think team, the Canadians did four breakaways in a game, but it was two periods each against Toronto. <laughs> it's possible. Hey, uh, Freddie Anderson stopped, it, stopped them all. He's playing great. The thing is, that team, they don't play defense. They don't like playing defense. Their their, their structure is terrible. Uh, you could see why Mike Babcock was frustrated with them and some of the things he was trying to implement because they don't play a winning brand of hockey. I think their talent is going to be enough to get them into the playoffs. But man, oh man, this team is a mess inside their own zone. Yeah, it helps that they're getting Marner back now too. Uh, all right, uh Coaches fired Pete DeBoer in San Jose and the odd firing of Jim Montgomery in Dallas. What's going on? Are we allowed to speculate here? Well, I don't know what to say about uh, Jim Montgomery because we still haven't heard uh, the details of whatever it is that he did. I've, you know, every single day that passes without knowing what it is, I hear someone else with a more wild speculation than the day before. Like okay. the first was, oh, okay, you know, he did something. And then now it's like he's, he's sleeping with this person. He's this. You know how many drugs he did in that day? Like it's just like every day it's something crazier. And it's probably going to be, you know, whenever it does come out. And I assume that it will. The, like the simplest thing. And we're all going to go, oh, now that makes sense. Maybe. Uh, or it'll be super crazy and it, everybody will be like, oh, God, the, no. The, the thing about it, Sean, um, number one, like we saw with the situation with uh, Aliou, 
how much time it took Calgary to make that move to yes. fire Bill Peters. This but everybody knew what happened. Yeah, I know, but this happened so fast yeah. that, you know, whatever he did must have been really bad because of how swift the action was taken but, but to they, terminate his contract. But here's the thing. The, 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 they gave the qualifications. It has nothing to do with this whole abuse. You I know, know. I know. Physical, That's sexual. Why, and they said it's not criminal. I know. So they. So now you're just like, whoa, whoa, but what? But Wh what? Whatever he did was very bad. Now I'll just leave it at that. But not bad that he can get arrested for. No, but bad enough that they feel like they could terminate his contract without him being able to take them to court to try to get some of that money back. Yeah. So it had to have been really bad, especially with how fast they acted. The other thing I'll say is uh, it's going to come out whatever happened because too many people know, right? You have a 23-man roster. I'm going to assume that every player was advised as to what happened. And eventually, one of those guys, whether it takes them leaving the Stars organization or retiring or whatever have you, it's going to come out. So just be patient with the Jim Montgomery situation. As far as Pete DeBoer is concerned, I think the general manager made a mistake by letting go of Pavelski and keeping Evander Kane. And he didn't get any saves from his goaltender, and that's why he's shown the door. Some would say that would be... Chalky dumb. What do you call... A hockey player who loves fruit. What? A cherry picker. All right, it's time for the pop quiz on the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast brought to you by 11 Waves, 11waves.com. That's when you hit the tagline, Mitch. Let their team make waves for you. I also think now the tagline is me yelling at you to say the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, I'm going to uh, ask the question, the first question. Okay. Because I don't feel it's that difficult. All right. Okay, and it's a short list. It's a list of five. A list of five. Okay, so we are looking at One, two, only... three, four, and five. We are only looking at active players. Active players. Okay. Active players, list of five. Top five. Sidney Crosby. Active players... Top five, fewest games to get to 100 career even strength goals. Even strength goals. Yes, so even strength goals, top five, fastest to get there. Uh, I know it gets a lot of uh, power play goals, but this is the greatest goal scorer of all time, and he did it quickly. What about it, Alex Ovechkin? Alex Ovechkin... Of the active players in the league, yeah. took the least amount of time to get to 100 even strength goals. It took him 243 games. So that is the number one answer on the board. Okay. Well, he had the most goals, right? Like I just, <laughs> He's I just, the greatest goal scorer. Uh, we get it. I, I got to go Pasternak here. I know he gets power play goals too, but I know that he had a, a lot early on in his career. How's Pasternak? Pasternak is not in the top five. No, he's not, eh? He is not in okay, the top five. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to think uh, early on, lots of goals. Uh, so it's early it's the quickest right so it's, uh, it's young players yeah so 243 uh, what about games. leon drysettle leon drysettle is not a correct answer really yes okay he had remember 50. it's not age it's games yes okay it's not the youngest player to get to 100 career yeah but it's still they're not it's like the they're not hitting games. they're not hitting like 100 you know when they're 28 You're, of that's, course. that's my point yeah, i'm yeah, thinking yeah. of young players that yeah score. that's fine what about stamkos stamkos is number five on the list okay. stamkos took 300 games to get to 100 goals okay so he took 300 even okay even yeah this is even strength this so is you, not power play so goals. you have one and five okay uh, where's, is Crosby on that list? Crosby is not on the okay. list. I did. I just because I said it earlier, and I wanted to make sure I came back to it. Uh, just making sure that I uh, got there. 
what about uh, McDavid? McDavid is number three. McDavid okay. with 276 games to get to 100 goals. So you have one, three, and five. Uh, so even strength goals, quickest to 100. Uh, what about uh, Patrick Marlowe? Patrick Marlowe is incorrect, but no. a good guess. Because, you know, I was just trying to flash back a little bit to early his start. I mean, it just seems so long ago. Was he, he? He's at sixteen. He's sixteen hundred games plus too, isn't he? What's that, Marlowe? Because I know that yeah. Joe Thornton. Congratulations, sixteen hundred games. Joe Thornton, one of your favorite players of all time. Of course, yeah, hundred percent. Like I know, I know you're a big Joe Thornton fan. Yes, I'll, I'm going to give you a, a clue here. Sure. I'm going to give you uh, the years of the remaining players. Okay. Which you have two. Okay. One of them did it. They scored their one hundredth career even strength goal in twenty nineteen. Okay. Which Sean is this year? Yes, so I that, get that. So that one did it this year. The other one did it on April sixth, two thousand six, when he scored his one hundredth in his two hundred ninety ninth game. One hundredth and two hundred ninety ninth game. So uh, so two thousand six. So that could be a two thousand three draft pick. Could that be like a Corey Perry? It is not Corey Perry. Um, and it's not that draft. No, it's an earlier draft. It is, uh, yes, an earlier draft. It'd be an earlier draft. Uh, what about uh, Stahl's that draft too, right? Um, is Eric Stahl that draft? I don't no, remember I, which draft Eric, Eric Stahl was. Draft. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I'm missing somebody, eh? Someone just did it this year? Someone did so it They were drafted year. like four or five years ago? Mm, something like yeah, that. Can yeah. you give me another clue? Another clue? I just I, I don't want this to drag on forever here because people are just yelling okay. at their. Well, podcast. the one the one that did this year has only played on one team. Okay. And the other one played. Um, oh, Matthews has got to be there. So Matthews sorry. is the one that did sorry, it this Matthews. year. That's, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. I know he's been scoring lots of goals. And, and, and the what? other guys are probably like a thirty-eight. The other now. the other guy is like kind of he's he's considered active, but he's not playing. Oh, okay. So he hasn't uh, officially announced his retirement. So it's like no, Thomas Vanek? No, 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 he's just uh, he's just watching games from the press box. Oh, Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk is the uh, last answer. And when I saw Kovalchuk, that's why I decided to ask you the question, but I knew you wouldn't think of him as an active player and would probably forget him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty much ready for him to sign with Omsk any day now. Uh, well, they have a thing in his contract where he's due, I believe, a $6.25 million bonus December 15th. on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, December so to, 15th. yeah, tomorrow when we're recording this podcast. And uh, the co contract will be terminated uh, once he receives that bonus because he's waiting to get his money before they cancel the contract. But, Sean, the reports say that he's interested in still playing in the NHL, not going back to the KHL. Yeah. No, he wants Yeah, no, no. He, he wants to go to another team. He thinks he can still play. And, you know, all reports from my good friend Dennis Bernstein, he's, he's not a problem in the locker room. He's still got game. He just he does not fit what the Kings are planning to do with their changeover. All right, uh, I got a uh, Detroit Red Wings-based question for you. Okay, so there was a time when I followed the Red Wings very closely. Good. And there was a time... When I didn't give a you know what about the Red Wings. Well, here's 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 the premise of it. Uh, last year, Dylan Larkin got to seventy points. It was the first time uh, since uh, 2011 that someone hit seventy points with the Detroit Red Wings. So that was a long time. So that was probably the time between 2011 to now that you probably didn't even care about the Detroit Red Wings. Mm -hmm. So. I want to know, from 2000 to 2011, who are the eight other players that have hit 70 points for the Detroit Red Wings? 
right, since 2000? 2000. I gave you Dylan Larkin, so you could say from since 2000 to now. There were eight other players since and until eight now. Eight other players. But I told you the last time it happened was 2011. So. Right. From so 2000, 2000 to 2000. Okay, I got you. Uh, Pavel Betsu. Yeah, absolutely. He's done it numerous times. Um, Henrik Zetterberg. Yes. Some very easy answers on this list. Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman. Yes, he did it. That was back in 2000 he did it. That was the last time he did it. Yeah. Um, who else Who else would have hit that So it's three. What's 70 that? points with the Detroit uh, Red Marion Wings. Marion Hossa. Uh, I thought that was one that was going to oh, slip that by there? you. Uh, I put him at the bottom. Oh, there. he's there? Oh, yeah. Marion Hossa. I thought that was going to slip by you. I thought that was the one. I circled him saying that that was the one you were going to miss. <laughs> now now you should you should nail the, well, the last one. Well, you, you should you know should nail that the he's, he's a Slovak player. I know. So I, I know. But I just... I. I wanted it to catch you on the Slovak player. That's why. I saw the answer, and I was like, oh, I got to ask him because he's going to miss Hosa. Yeah. Uh, Nick Lidstrom? Uh, yes, he did. Okay, let me see. So the I three mean... others, are they're not hard answers. Okay. Um, Sergey Fedorov? Yes. Um, so I need two more? Yeah. Uh, Paul Coffey? No, incorrect. Your first wrong answer. Um... Brian Rafalski? No. They're forwards. It's all forwards now? Yeah. Uh, Vanek? No. Oh, no. Vanek was there after 2011, right? Yeah. Uh, Franzen? Nope. Holmstrom? Nope. Um, One you won't... You, you, you don't really... I guess maybe he's not known Bertuzzi? as... Uh, no, he's not known as a Red Wing, and the other one is known as a Red Wing. Yeah. Brett Hall? Hey, Brett Hall. There you go. Um, I don't even know how to give a clue. This guy's known as a Red Wing. He really is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. You definitely know him. Draper? No. No, no. Come Walt on. 70 points. No, I'm trying to, I'm going through them. You're going, going the wrong way. I'm going the, yeah, it should be higher up in the lineup, right? Uh, I did think you were going to miss this guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's uh, taking too Robitaille? long. It's, it's just taking too long. Luke Robitaille? It's just taking too long. Yeah. Uh, think Leafs now. Larry Murphy? Think, I said defenseman. Thinks Leafs. He's pretty much in charge of the Leafs. Oh, Shanahan. Did you remember Shanahan? No. no okay. Uh, Shanahan. He the did. easy one you're going for was Brett Hall? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. Brendan Shanahan. I, uh, he's known as a D- Detroit Red Wings. So oh, there for you go. sure. Zetterberg, it's, Datsuk, it's, it's funny. I get Hosa, but I don't get Shanahan. I know. That was, that was kind of... But you did. Seven, seven out of eight. What did the hockey player do when the weather got warmer? What? He dropped his gloves. Editor Headlines. It's time for Editor Headlines, brought to you by Played Against Sports Kirkland, 2973 Sing Charles in Kirkland. Say hi to Keith and Gerard for all your sporting good needs and all your stocking stuffers heading into the holiday. I, I, I may be going, I may go by Played Again. Before, I was thinking of getting something for my son. I know exactly what I think he wants. Nice. And I think it's at Played Again. Okay. All right. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, if Jimmy, Jimmy G, is this... Uh, Hotopo episode 9 is dedicated to Jimmy G. If he likes it, he gives us a... And if he doesn't... All right, so my first headline, Sean, has to do with the fact that Ryan Paling uh, went down to the American Hockey League. Mm -hmm. He worked hard, worked with Joel Bouchard, picked up six points in five games, and got called back to the Montreal Canadiens and then played a really good game. Right? He worked hard, came back up. So my headline reads... Paling the price. Did you know I was going to go with paling that? The okay, pa- paling the dues. <laughs> paling the dues. 
can't do that. Uh, sure I Stop am, because my paling one sucked. Go yeah. ahead. I want to hear what your paling one actually was. Uh, can't just steal Jimmy's. It was something about going up and down a pole. It was really bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also, that actually sounds like it'd be funny. I also I wanted to do something like uh, because he's been transitioned back and forth a bunch of times. So instead of lost in transition, it was lost in translation because also lost in translation was chalky dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I there, I didn't know how to put it all together, so I just go in with paling his dues. All right, my uh, <laughs> my one, one uh, I'm taking nah, it. Nah, that's not fair. My uh, my second headline has to do with the fact with uh, with Riley Barber. He gets called up to the Canadians. He plays against Pittsburgh. He plays against Ottawa. He's going to play again against Detroit. Got called up. He's staying with the team for now. So my headline reads, Barber, not yet cut. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we've told you, we've told you that the Hotopo listeners have told us that the multiple ups and downs are, it's, it's, a, it's a no. No, but they don't like it. I, and I want our Hot Topic podcast listenership to be happy. And when they request something, they get something. You got it? Uh, did you see uh, Brady Kachuk uh, steal the uh, puck away from Caden uh, Primo? I and did. I enjoyed Carey that Price, story very uh, much. Carey Price had to go after it. Uh, so my uh, as Carey Price went after him, my headline reads, Kachuk can't steal puck. I was hoping you give me the down. I had a backup plan. Did you? Yeah, I really. It, I made it bad on purpose. Because of what I should have said was, "What the fuck, Kachuk?" <laughs> yeah, he. Oh, <laughs> you, you usually don't like the uh, swearing. And I think that's in nine episodes. Sean's first uh, swear. Sean's. I've 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 sworn. Jimmy, like you, you hesitated. You were supposed to give it. I'm gonna. I gotta, I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my next headline still on the uh, Riley Barber. Uh, topic because Riley Barber on Tuesday, he got to play for the first time in Pittsburgh. Yes. And he's from Pittsburgh. Very cool story. So my headline for this would be Riley excited to play in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to continue on uh, with uh, rhyming with puck. How's that? All right. So <laughs> uh, ch <laughs> chart. Charlie Lindgren got called up and Katie Primo uh, sent down. And I was listening. People were like, oh, he's getting that big NHL paycheck now that he's coming up just before Christmas. But Charlie Lindgren had an NHL paycheck no matter where he played. So it didn't really matter if he was in the AHL or the NHL. So just telling everybody, no more buck for Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. He's not getting paid more. That's the story. Yeah. He has an NHL yeah. contract when he's in the AHL. I like that one. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, I have two more. Yeah. Uh, my fourth one, Sean, everybody criticizes the Montreal Canadiens power play, and they say, my goodness, what is Nick Cousins doing on the Canadiens power play? Well, guess what Nick Cousins did this week, Sean? He scored. He scored not once on the power play. He actually scored twice this week on the power play. So my headline reads, Second Cousins. Yeah, you you know, don't, you said second cousins is a bad idea. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> just like first cousins, second cousins is a bad idea. So that was a good one. Sounds Jimmy. like you have experience or something there, Sean. I'm just saying, I know how it works. I know Jimmy does not get the math there, but I know you get the math there. All right, woo, right over the head. You had a second cousin, didn't you? <laughs> you right over his head. 
Uh, Just like that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so same with the same story with Charlie Lindgren getting called up and Caden Primo goes back down to Laval just before the Montreal Canadiens were going to go on their West Coast swing. So unfortunately for Caden Primo, no West young men. The spices. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so I have uh, one more, and Sean, I couldn't help it. Okay, I had to venture outside of Riley Barber, the the world of hockey. <laughs> okay, I had to I had to go to baseball because my Yankees made a very significant move. Sean, uh, they signed Garrett Cole to a three hundred twenty four million dollar contract, and I would be remiss if I didn't come up with a headline for this story. And my headline is simple. Jimmy's going to love it. It is the best headline today. My headline reads, Yankees get coal for Christmas. The spices. Mm-mm-mm. That was Scott Boris right there. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Do you see the total of money oh, he's uh, got his players? It, it's, it's over. Insane. It's 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 almost at uh, seven hundred million dollars in in yeah. player salary so far by Scott Boris. Uh, with the turnaround for the Canadians, who has been one of their best players on the ice? He scored the overtime winner the other day. Uh, ben Sherratt. Yes, one would say Sherratt on fire. <laughs> Why did the hockey player take up fishing? Why? He was good at hawk at hooking. <laughs> oh yeah. It's time for some random sports thoughts. On the Hot Topic Podcast, Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, thanks for listening. Uh, click like, share, tell your friends about us. We like talking about a lot of random things. And whatever segment is your favorite, if you want to introduce a new segment, feel free. Let us know. We'll try it out. We'll try anything here on the Hotopo. All right. Uh, I go first on the sure. uh, random sports slot. All right. Let's go with, uh, hmm. Oh, yeah. I like this one. So I have, I have like five written. I have to pick and choose. I okay. want to see where we got with some of them. Yeah. Uh, I always knew Shea Weber was lame. You know, he's kind of a little boring, plain. You know, sometimes it's like, come on, give us a little bit of something. NHL 95. Come on! NHL 94 is so much better. The kids that played NHL 95 were a little lame. And NHL 4, 94 was the better game. Sorry, Shay. You're lame. You chose the wrong game. Well, on You the- chose the wrong game. They're all good. They're all good in my mind. 94 yeah. was good. 95 was good. 96 was One good. One was better. They were all good. One was better. Now you can play season mode and make trades in NHL 95. Does, does NHL 95 have its own Twitter account? No, they don't. Does NHL 95 have tournaments around the world? No, they don't. NHL 94 does. For a reason. So. Sorry, Shay. Uh, my first random sports thought. Uh, Melnick uh, kind of depressed me this, uh, this week. He... Uh, we were talking about 
age. And Mitch goes, oh, you know, you're still, uh, you know, younger than some of the players in uh, the Canadians locker room. And then I said, I'm not sure about that. And he goes, well, you're you're younger than uh, Shea Weber, right? And I and I looked and I'm like, my goodness, Shea Weber's actually uh, four months older than me. And there is only one other Montreal Canadian that's older than me. Yep. Uncle Nate. Nate Thompson. Nate Thompson was born in 84. So Nate Thompson is an 84 birthday. Shea Weber and I are 85 birthdays. Everybody else on the Canadians is after that. So I realize now, and I, I never thought about this. I never gave it thought that 23 of the 21 of the 23 man roster right now for the Montreal Canadiens features players younger than me. I'm 23 out of 23. So, you know, I bet there's coaches that are younger than me. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, coaches like on the Canadian staff. Uh, that I don't know. How old's, how old's Dom? I'd have to check that up. He's, he looks about your age. You guys are probably pretty close. I think maybe he has like three, four years on you, though. Yeah. I well, think he might be mid-40s. I'm just letting you know. Isn't it depressing? Yeah. I'm like, like, I, I'm like, I don't want to go in the like room Like that anymore. time Shea Weber looked down at me in the elevator because I was holding six beers. And what'd you tell him? I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm 40. I'm, I'm a man. A, I'm a man. <laughs> uh, uh, my second round of sports lot. I know we addressed it a little bit earlier, but uh, Brady Kachuk knew exactly what he was doing. 100% when he took that puck. Are you kidding me? Of course he did. Kid's a little prick. Oh, man, I really like him. Yeah, so do I. Imagine. He's like that. He's, you know, you know, not many people know this about me, but I am really a jerk. I'm a nice guy, but I'm a jerk. But he's like not a nice guy jerk. Like there's a line, but I, I, I can appreciate it from the other side of that line. Like nice guy jerk, bad guy jerk. And I could see that line, and I'm like, mm, I like that you did that. I should do stuff like that. I don't know. I see that. Sorry. Sorry. I say Weber is lame today, and I like Brady Kachuk, the bad guy jerk. Uh, Random sports thought number two. Imagine if the Canadians drafted Brady Kachuk, and the top line of the Canadians would have Kachuk on left wing and Brendan Gallagher on right wing. That might be the most annoying line in the history of hockey. Could be. Yes. And they'd probably be best friends. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably develop a friendship very quickly. They'd probably be like VBFs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna add into uh, my final uh, random sports slot here on the Hotopo. Mm -hmm. uh, just so you know, Mitch Gallo, just to clarify things. Um... Jockey dumb. Hockey dumb. Ho hockey dumb and hockey dumb are two different things, just so you know. Thank you. Like dumb hockey and playing man's hockey, those two different things. Uh, I just want you to know that they're not the same. I meant hockey D-U-M-B in a positive way, by the way. I wasn't being negative. I mean, simple hockey. Yeah, keep it simple, but stupid. There's yeah, but there's also like dumb hockey. Yeah, yeah. There's really dumb hockey. I know. Who's the dumbest hockey player I, you've I, ever I, seen? I know that when we play yeah. in rec leagues and beer leagues, yeah. you don't mind players that have a little bit less skill or talent or speed, mm -hmm. but you could have a guy with talent, skill, and speed that's stupid, and it's going to make you mad. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan of dumb hockey like players. I'm, I'm, I'm like, in, in our Monday league, 
We'll do a draft, and it'll be like, all right, I'm drafting. I'm the captain. I've been the captain for the last two years, and you'll be like, nope, don't take that guy. He's stupid. <laughs> don't take this guy. He's dumb. I, I'd be so good at an NHL draft hockey like table, and they're like going around. What about this guy? Dumb. But the scouts, scouts say, Moron! scouts say he's gonna fill out. He's got no, no, a great no. shot, good speed. No, no, he's stupid though. <laughs> That's Docky Dumb. I love it. Uh, stupidest hockey player I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because you're not in the room with them, and you don't like you know get to see like how. Oh, they... you're you're talking about off the ice dumb. No, but just. Because, like, when you get in a room, you could tell their hockey sense. Sometimes you could just observe something because they just don't get it. Because I, I could tell you the, the guy being in uh, different dressing rooms and talking to a lot of guys, and I might be completely wrong. Like, I think he actually has a great education. But just speaking to guys, mm -hmm. the one that struck me as the biggest meathead of all time was uh, Colton Orr. Okay. But I'm not even basing that on the way he played because he was just a goon, right? Yeah. I'm he, just saying talk. I, I've spoken to him a couple times. I'm like, ah, I think uh, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Now, on the ice, that that's a good question. Yeah. I really want to come up with the right name. I'm going to have to take my time on this. Yeah. I'm going to come up. I'm gonna, I think we might have to come back on episode 10 and come back with dumb hockey, and we'll both have a player or a list. Because yeah. I'm going to have to really think about it. I don't want to do this on the spot and and not pull the right player. Because I know I watch, and I'm like, that's a docky dumb right there. Yeah. You see, I'm, I'm trying to think of maybe a player that would get a lot of opportunities, and then as soon as a coach would play him, mm -hmm. would stop playing him because he'd be like, no, that guy's, that guy's really stupid. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if I thought about it a little bit more extensively. Like, uh, ask John Tortorella, and he'll say Anthony Duclair. Right. But that's his perspective, right? That's the guy that came to mind. But that's – But that's. I, I watched Anthony Duclair play the other day, and I thought, I don't think that when I watch him play. Yep. You know? You know what? Um, Plus, I also know one of his former coaches, and he's not. About, uh, how about Galchenyuk? It's not a Bray hockey player. Sometimes I find his mind just – thinking too much maybe it's not he's i'm gonna come up I, I promise you i'll come up with a better list i will your your final random sports thought uh my final random sports thought what, what did i have because i had so many i didn't get to because i just kind of riffed off yours okay i'm gonna say uh my last random sports thought is whoever signs taylor hall to an eight-year deal is gonna regret it in like two or three years from now someone told me that he's just a wide receiver and needs a center just a wide receiver needs a center. Needs someone to feed yeah. him. I, know. I, I think puck. I think if you uh, if you commit to him too long, eventually you're going to have a Bobby Ryan situation on your hands. That's what I think. Jockey dumb. Ah, good time. Did you say Slepko? There's one. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bold Predictions. <laughs> Bold Predictions brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, use that promo code Hot Topic. Uh, what do you have for uh, Bold Take Predictions? Take a shot! Take a shot! Man, that uh, was a shot at Schlemko. Yeah, for, uh, for my Bold Prediction, Sean, I will say we are uh, recording this podcast on December 14, 2019. My Bold Prediction is that a team... Not in a playoff spot right now on this day will win the Stanley Cup. 
Oh, you got to remember these. You got to write these down. These ones that you do like for the season. You're always like, hey, what did I do last? Year? I said that's your bold prediction. I, I have, don't remember. I have them all okay. written down. You you write them down. You I got do. them because mm-hmm. I'll remember when you refresh me. But it's not my duty to take notes of your bold prediction. I understand. Okay, uh, mine is about the uh, Canadian West Coast trip for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Yes, uh, four games, mm-hmm. and I think four is the number. I think that the Canadians will pick up four points in the four games out West, and every winning team will score four goals. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Uh, if they only get four points, that's a disappointing I, I, I think that's the number. Four I think of that's eight, the they're going to get five, 50% of the points? I think, I think that's I think that's what's going to happen on the West Coast trip. They're going to get four out of eight. That's my regular prediction. That's not that bold for where the Canadians saying that they're going to play 500 hockey on the West. They need to get better than that. But I'm going to add that they will get four points in those four games and the winner gets four goals. That's what I'm at. In every game. Yes. That's exactly what I'm going with. Well, if that's the case, Sean, yes. uh, people are, after this road trip, going to be crying for Caden Primo to come up to uh, replace Gary Price. Well, um, depends on how they let in. And I'm saying that he's only letting in four goals twice. Maybe there'll be an empty net, so maybe it'll only be three. But that's my bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could send us your bold predictions at Sean R. Campbell, Mitch Y. Gallo. You know, with your four points theory, though, uh, they could lose uh, four games in overtime, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, and then Price could have let up 16 goals in four games. But they get four points. <laughs> but they got four points. But I'm saying people will be... Uh, yelling about Carey Price at that point. Yeah, just, be, just doing the they'll math. Be, they'll be yelling at Claude Julien about who he puts on the ice in overtime and their strategy if they lose four. Ben Chirot, baby! Ben Chirot! All right, so what do we name in this podcast? Chirot uh, of Fire? What, what was your uh, headline with uh, Tchuk? Is uh, what the. Tchuk? Is that one? What? Or do you want me to just go with uh, Shea is Lane? No, don't go with that. No, I don't think he is lame, actually. Just so you know, okay, Shea Weber, I'm just saying that he likes NHL 95. He just, he, he likes the wrong one. Uh, you want to do uh, dumb hockey dumb? Hockey dumb it is. Yeah. No, but dumb hockey dumb. It's like you're playing a dumb man's game. <laughs> Love it. Special thanks to our sponsors here on the Hot Topic podcast, including... Club CDL, the place for tennis, squash, and fitness, located at 8305 Chemin Cote de in the West Island. Lloyd is amazing at squash, according to Mitch Gallo. Check them out on Facebook at Club CDL and ClubCDL.com. Hockey season's in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners at BetOnline.ag. Sign up today and use promo code Hot topic and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting on the NHL and all major sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on different proposition bets from what team will score on the opening faceoff, which team will score first in the game, right to the odds of winning the Stanley Cup. Get the fastest. Two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners at betonline.ag. I love it, and I also love food at Aviva Greek Tavern. They're now at 4868 Sources Corner of Asan Leving, 995 lunch specials every day, a variety of fish daily. Check them out on Uber Eats and skip the dishes. Episode 9 in the books.
tell you. Vince and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. Oh, uh, uh. VBF. Chalky dumb.